Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Staying Conscious Podcast, Season 3. And uh, today's guest is um, actually a guest who I've had previously here on this podcast for Season 2. And uh, we talked about the topic of being open-minded, really, and how we can take our minds to a very open level to start accepting new ideas, change our minds, and eventually grow as people. And um, his name is Dave. And uh, well, welcome, Dave. Uh, welcome back. How does it feel to to be back? <laughs> Daniel, great to hear from you, man. Great to be back on the show. Uh, I hope you're keeping well. I hope all your listeners are keeping. Oh yeah, we're uh, keeping well as much as we can. I mean, this uh, Corona situation once again has been rising, uh, which is kind of frustrating. But um, yeah, like we said last time, it's about adapting, right? It's, it's all it's all about adapting, yeah. and uh, it's definitely um, uh, uh, testing testing more than anything else is testing people's uh, mental strength and uh, I, I don't think I've for many people uh, and for me personally I don't think uh, it, it there's ever been a time in history where people's mental strength has been tested as much as uh, as as it is right now so hopefully hopefully you're doing well hopefully all your listeners are doing well and you know, keeping keeping healthy, uh, physically healthy and mentally healthy as well. Absolutely, yeah. Like you said, we gotta we gotta make the most of it, and that's really where our strength is tested. And um, yeah. we, well, I I know the what happens around me. I mean, in my circles, and things like seem to be pretty normal. Actually, yes, things are a little bit different. Absolutely, but mostly things are like. I, I'm still living my life, you know what I mean? And I bet that Great. you are as well. Of course, it's a little bit different in the ways that, you know, we're handling it country by country. Sweden perhaps is taking it a little bit lightly. We're being mm -hmm. a little bit naive and we're starting to like catch up to that truth of what we've been doing. And, um, well, we've gotten criticism from many countries in the way that we're handling it. And I totally get it. And then you, of course, Dave, you're living in the country where they're basically handling the best, <laughs> the best, so... Yeah, there's quite a contrast. Sure, man. Sure, sure. It, it is it, like Daniel. It's strange because uh, I was with some Korean friends there recently, and um, everyone here, their business is under massive pressure. And it was a, a Korean, um, uh, a Korean woman said it. She said, "Why can't we be more like Sweden?" <laughs> because she said Sweden haven't they haven't shut down. There hasn't been as much pressure on businesses. So, you know what? You know what's that saying? The grass is always greener on the other side. So. Um, I think like every, everyone is everyone is dealing with challenges and obstacles at the moment, and uh, it might be the same problem in Korea, it might be the same problem in Sweden, uh, but yeah. the re the reaction the reaction to the problem from from the government might be different, and people's reaction to the problem might be different. But um, I, there's there's you know there's maybe there's no correct solution. There's there's uh, right. there's, there's advantages and disadvantages to everything. So. Right, exactly. And we got to try new things. I mean, we, we got to see what works. Perhaps the example that my country has set has been one way. And perhaps that could have been the right strategy. I mean, we didn't know. And now we know it wasn't. So mm -hmm. that's a way of learning as well. But I'm kind of curious in like, what makes that difference in, in mentality? Because we are like a united world. And but still, we can see differences, like very, very clear differences, and uh, also in psychology here and how we handle it. And I, I mean, is that like a test of strength 
is it like a test for the country to be to be like all right now this is your um this is your opportunity to like show what you got and see if you can take care of your people and then we choose different mindsets in the way that we handle it like where do you think that comes from it's, what yeah, makes that change it's a it's a great question daniel um i i think the east asian countries are very we talked about it when you were in korea they're very hierarchical and it's there's definitely a lot of social pressure in Korea. So, uh, whereas if you look at uh, Sweden's reaction, you know, it was kind of a bit more relaxed. Uh, Italy, it's kind of, it, things are quite interesting in Italy at the moment. Uh, they Initially, they were, they were going along with the recommendations and there was videos of people singing from the balcony. But now people are they're out riding in the streets. You know, they're, they're protesting their lockdown. So, I think it's... Yes. Um, I, I, I do I do really believe in I, I have a strong belief in people and people's ability to make the right decision and um, you know people have decided that you know like say in Italy for example that people have decided that it, there's just too much restriction um, yeah. you know you, you have to it's like, it's like with everything Daniel like you, even your life the best the best person to take care of your life is is you you know I, I'm not the best person to handle your finances. That's you, you know, the best person to take care of your exercise routine. It's not me, it's you. And I think, yeah. I think a lot of people like that. Um, and yes. I, like here, here in Korea, like everybody wears the mask, but they, they wear the mask because it's a, it's a, a law now. So you, you have to wear the mask. Whereas yeah. before they passed mm -hmm. the law, it was 50, 60%. But once the law was passed, it's 100% mm -hmm. compliant and, and people don't question it. They don't question that. And that's good and bad. That's good and bad. It, it really depends on the scenario and the situation. Yeah. Well, what do you think is uh, good or bad about that? I mean, how do you feel now when you, like, you cannot take off your mask in public. You'll get a fine. Do, does right. that feel like, you're like your freedom is restricted in any way? Um, yeah, I, I think I think so, actually. Um, um, I went to see a movie last night with a few friends and actually after the movie, this, this elderly Korean woman, she was maybe not homeless, but she was very poor. She, she came, she came over to us and she was begging for, she was begging for some money and she had the mask on, but the mask was, it was clearly weeks old and like she was this very old woman. And I, I, my, I had a lot of sympathy for her because I was thinking that mask has probably been in her pocket. You know, maybe, you know, and you see people do this all the time. They put the mask in the glove compartment. They put it in their jacket. They put it in their pocket with their money and their phone. And then they put it on their face. And I was thinking like, okay, yeah. this, it, like she's an elderly woman. Maybe she can't afford to be going out buying masks every day. She seems to be very poor. And like we, we gave her some, we gave her some money. We had some spare change. And um, like it, it really, in a situation like that, I, I was kind of wondering is, are the rules actually doing more harm than, than good? So... It's it's a tough one, man. It's a, I I really I really don't know the answer, but but at, le at least at least you know there there are countries taking a different approach, and that's good because each one is a little test in a way. You know, Sweden mm. Sweden is taking one route, Korea is taking another route. Uh, you know, America, Canada, another route again. So it's it's good. That's 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 how you figure out things. You know, if you you if you you try different different routes, different paths, and same with same with you know things in life. And even if you take the wrong yeah. one, you're you're still learning. You're still learning. So, um, right. it's a good way to approach it. But uh, that's good, that, yeah. Daniel. That's that's really good to hear, man. That um, you know, this, despite the situation, like 
you're getting on with your life and you know hope you hopefully you're still doing your training you're still doing your judo training and stuff like that when you can yeah um my uh, main judo club has closed down uh but uh, the other one is still running and we're just we're not many there so it's allowed to be run uh, so it's yeah I, I still do judo i still do the gym and Still, I'm uh, studying from a distance, and uh, I keep doing these podcasts. <laughs> Great, man. <laughs> Things That's are pretty good. well. Yeah, it's rolling pretty smoothly, and yeah. everything is well for you uh, as well. And um, I, I, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, the gyms gyms are closed. I said no problem. I'll just I'll I'll go for a run in the park. The parks are still open, you know. Um, yeah. uh, you it's it's not that difficult to find a place if you want to do. If you want to do uh, you know thirty or forty press ups, you just need you need just need a place, a, a bench. You can just you can work away. So mm. just a, a, adapt. Everything everything is about adapting, adapting to new circumstances, yeah, yeah. and and that's the way to do it. Exactly. If your if your main if your main judo club is closed, you know find another one. It might be a, it might be a five or ten minutes farther away. It doesn't matter. Mm. Just you know uh, you know listen listen to a podcast while you're spending that extra ten minutes walking there. You know, make, right. make the most of the situation. Exactly. And uh, like you said, they're being able to adapt. I think that's really based on having principles. I don't know what you think about that, but having like main basic principles in your life that you follow, which basically mm -hmm. tells you like, you know what, whatever happens now to me, whatever restricts my freedom, whatever does this or that, I still have my principles. I'm still able to adapt and uh, I'll still follow my life as I want to live it, no matter what happens. And for me, that's true strength. And that, that really shows when a person can, you know, be able to adapt, but still at the same time, keep the same sort of lifestyle in the best possible way as you can. Um, mm -hmm. And that's really, for me, what strength is. And that also leads us to the topic that we're going to discuss today, which is masculinity. Yeah. And the, yeah. Being masculine really is about having principles. I don't know. What do you think? What is masculinity for you, and how do you think that it can connect to principles? Uh, that's a that's a great question, Daniel. And uh, I, from from the research I've done and the reading I the readings I've um, done the last the last few weeks and months, strength is is definitely uh, an aspect of masculinity. And uh, yeah. I think what's really interesting about masculinity is. You could ask 10 different people to, to define masculinity and you'll get 10 yeah. different uh, definitions. And that's kind of what started me on my journey about researching this topic and trying to understand like what, what is masculinity today? What has masculinity been historically? And do the, mm -hmm. do the historical ideas of masculinity, do they still, do they still apply in, in the world in 2020 today? And uh, right. I, from, from my research, I, I think they, they still do. But but Daniel, before like like uh, th what you said there about you know having having uh, strong principles like that's and and strength that's definitely a big uh, big aspect of masculinity. But uh, can, what about for you? Like how would you how would you define masculinity? It's something you know when you see it, but it's difficult to define. Yeah. Absolutely, and. Um... Uh, that's also, you know, the question of like, what perspective do you look from? Because I have never really made a clear definition for myself about what masculinity is. Um, but like you said, it's something that you feel, 
You know what I mean? For me, masculinity is about the um, essence of action. You know, like the, taking care of the survival process really is at the base of it. And then moving up a hierarchy of becoming a better man, becoming a better person, self-actualizing yourself, moving forward, taking action. It's about the linear, linear, I'm sorry, linear way of life where you're following purpose and you are always moving forward. You're, you're not stagnating. You know what I mean? You, you, ha you always have a base and you're aware of your base of life. And I know that might sound very philosophical, but that's the feeling that I get when I think about masculinity. It's very stable. It's very precise. It doesn't dabble. It, it, it's not a creative energy. It, it's not an energy that's free flowing. It can adapt. It is flexible, but it's still very powered and grounded in its purpose. Right. And for me, that's the essence of masculinity. And then we can also look at the contrast of say, what is femininity and we can go into that but um are you following me do you agree on the point with purpose because uh, i am um, i also think it's very difficult to define it in a specific yeah. way no i i think uh, like you know we should always strive not, not not just men but men and women like to strive to be better today than you than you were yeah. yesterday and strive to be better tomorrow than you are today and it's it's a yeah, it's a it's a tough it's a tough word to define. Um, mm. And it, you, you know, you mentioned it there, Danny, the energy, and you often hear that term uh, thrown around, the like masculine energy and feminine energy. Mm. And and I, I, there probably is some legitimacy to that. Like you, you do meet people, and there's just something very like you, you they're very masculine, or you meet you meet a woman, and like they're very feminine. And it it might not be, it might not be they're 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 physically strong or like they're you know they're they're six foot four, but it, there's just yeah. it, there's a presence, there's a very masculine presence, and and likewise you know you 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 see men that maybe from a distance they look very masculine, but then yeah. you you know you speak to them or you 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 know you you discuss different topics with them and then you realize oh actually they're not that masculine. At all, and yeah. there has there has been cases. Um, I I know a few guys here who are in the military, uh, the American military here in Korea, and they'll say it that you know often often the men who are like these, you know they're they 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 talk a good talk, but when when times get really bad, when it gets like you know lives are on the line and there's bullets being fired, it's often mm. the, the the people who talk the loudest are. You know they're 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 in, they can't handle this situation. And the the quiet guy, the the guy that never, nobody maybe didn't see as the most masculine, he's he's out there. He's he's uh, he's dragging his friends to safety and just shocks everybody. You know, it's like wow, this guy like he displayed you know courage in, in the face of danger. And yeah. um, so it is. It's it's a it's a tough thing to describe. I think. Absolutely. And you also describe a sort of a dualism there from what I heard, like you, you separated uh, being a man as the gender and being masculine. Um, so this is also why it's quite a sensitive topic to talk about at sure. times. Be because as soon as we start mentioning about femininity or masculinity, there's always going to be that perspective that says, oh, but that's not blah, 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 blah. You know, you're not supposed to talk about that because you're generalizing. And I, yeah. I think that's total bullshit, really, to be honest. And I'm not even afraid to say it. 
because masculinity and femininity there's no we're, we're not saying that um like for example i read the book the way of the superior man are you familiar with that book sure very famous book yeah yeah and they're like already there in the title it gets a lot of criticism like the way of the superior man it's like is being a man superior no not at all it's as a man like as a as a human being really always making yourself better in life uh, evolving so sometimes there's going to be people that always like projects their ideas onto others and says you're either saying that the the being masculine is better than being feminine or blah 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 but it's not like that it doesn't have, have really to do with gender now we can see it more of a majority of masculinity within men and more of a majority of femininity within women but still it's also a free i i call it like a free flowing energy it can still be you can still be a man and be feminine and you can still be a woman and be masculine if it that's the way it is and it's it is the way it is mm -hmm. you know and um but but i think that being able to integrate the two energies of masculinity and femininity during the right times is a strength on its own as well right Do you also believe that being able to adapt could be a a sort of power even if perhaps you're the majority of you is more masculine but still you're able to know your feminine side in a way right um yeah that's that's a great question daniel um because i think actually that is what's happening with men in today's world is that they're i don't want to say they're they have to adapt but they're almost by the way we live today where they're being forced to adapt and ma many of the qualities that were required of men for you know you're talking hundreds thousands of years are no longer required uh, in today's world and and it, it, you know given the example of the the soldiers i've spoke to here in um, korea it's like they will tell you that much of warfare today is a very it's a very technical uh it's it's a it's a technical war it's a technology war it's it's one drone uh you know bombing one one power plant and th these men who who a lot of them who sign up to the military who would have been you know the 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 elite warriors um 100 years ago or 200 years ago or 300 years ago or the knights or the samurai they are they're now replaced with technology and, and a lot of the time the, the guys who are operating the technology it's you, you don't need to be necessarily masculine to operate this technology it's kind of it's kind of like playing a computer game so and that's yeah. that's where combat is today but this is this is very very new to to men uh like we, the way we the way we organize society the way we fight wars this is what we're going through now we've never seen this before and and i think that's mm. i think a lot of men as a result of the the world we are living in today a lot of men are maybe feeling lost or confused and yeah. also to so many definitions of what masculinity is um mm -hmm. they, they've they've lost their way they they, they there's no longer a a path for men oh. to follow yeah i can all, i uh, i agree with that actually uh from what i've seen out in society um but do you think that's a reason uh what what's the causality is it technological advances do you think or is it a way of society like to change the the image of being a man where where just where do you think that comes from really 
Yeah, I, I think technology has played a, a big a big role in the the changing of the definition of masculinity. Um, yeah, th- there is th- something is going on in in the, in the world, and they don't know why it's happening. But the, maybe we talked about it on the last show. But the testosterone levels in of men in all countries and all cultures and all groups, the testosterone levels are getting lower and lower. And they don't know. Maybe it's because we've gone from, uh, uh, you know, uh, agricultural society where you know when you're working on the farm and you're lifting heavy things, like you're 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 stressing your body, and that builds testosterone. And we've gone from that to sitting at a desk, um, yeah. you know, in in big cities, and uh, we kind of like that's that's quite a new thing. Um, yeah. Uh, in societies today and it's definitely it's it, it's literally changing the chemical makeup in our body you know it's like it's as i said like testosterone levels so as far as i can tell this is happening in, in definitely the, the, the developed countries the first world countries it's going down uh right across the board wow yeah. i did not know that wow yeah that's, it's, wow that's very interesting to why that's happening like the physiological change on a like a universal level it sounds like some sort of um i don't know if we're going to call it evolution or whatever we're going to call it what, what should you, what like what should you call it maybe it is the natural way of like what's supposed to happen but um in a way i mean survive the, the this when i think of masculinity as the base of it is about the survival process you know like taking sure. care of life usually say that the man he he takes care of the survival process and the woman she takes care of like the cooking and the nurturing this is like the typical stereotype right um, and of course we we need both sides i mean both are equally strong that's really the way of keeping up survival as a human being we've been doing that for thousands of years um but, but really i think that since the the main focus of being human has been to survive and to separate ourselves from other animals and the species, we have to be like on top of the hierarchy in, in this world because right. our brains are developed to that point. And we need to always secure our survival in the best possible way. So that the man has always, since that has always been the highest priority, the man has always had the advantage because he's physically stronger and uh, he's perhaps more uh, left, I don't like left brain thinking, or it, it, that's like the general term of it, if you're thinking in a more logical way. Sure. Um, but so perhaps since that's been like the number one principles of, uh, of life of being human, then that's been the number one priority and men has always dominated because of that. But perhaps we're seeing a shift where the survival process is not the most important thing where perhaps other things are getting more value, perhaps creativeness, I don't know, with the feminine qualities perhaps are being more appreciated. And in that sense, we see a drop of universal testosterone level, levels. I don't know if that's, that's maybe a correlation, but perhaps it's not a, uh, the cause of it. Um, so this is my idea when I think about like why something like that would happen. Do you have any other suggestions on that point to why it would happen or what, what, what other thing might be the cause of a phenomenon like that? Yeah, it's, it's like, is this, um, is it the evol- evolution, evolutionary process? It's, it's, it's a great uh, 
yeah, it's a, and perhaps, perhaps that is maybe like nature will decide what, what traits to pass on. And, um, and, and often it's uh, the women will decide what are the most valuable traits to pass on to the offspring. And yeah, I actually, my, my journey into this, the, the idea of masculinity, it, it came about, about, um, about two years ago. And I, I, met a, I met a woman here from uh, South Africa. And mm-hmm. she, we, you know, we became good friends. We would talk about different things. And uh, we, we were talking about dating and, and, you know, what's important in South Africa. Uh, you know, what, what do, for example, what do girls look for in a guy in South Africa versus in Korea? And she said something very interesting. She said, you know, when, when she looked at many of the men in Seoul, they, she didn't see them as very masculine. And, yeah. and, but of course, like she's from a very, she's from a very different place. South Africa is a, it's a tough part of the world. And she found it very difficult she, 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 to be attracted to the, the new, the new man. Because as she said, mm. she said, just in South Africa, and you mentioned it earlier, Daniel, break, break it all down to the very basics, break it down to a survival scenario. She said in yeah. South Africa, many of the men, and this is, this is not Korean men, this is Western men that have arrived in Korea. Uh, it's, it's men living in Seoul. Oh. She said in, in a scenario in, in, in life in South Africa, many of these men, they wouldn't be able to cut it. It's just, it's just too, dangerous and women would not uh find they're these men they're too they're too, it's too feminine yeah and women yeah. women would right. not uh, they would not find these men attractive because it's in in a situation like that in not it's not survival but it's pretty it's pretty rough uh, you need you yep. need you need men to have those you know strength courage uh yeah. uh mastery and honor and actually they the those uh, a lot of the things are you know, referring here today, they're from, they're from a great book. Uh, it's called The Way of Men. So there's, if your if your listeners are if they're interested in the topic, The Way of the Superior Man is a fantastic book, and The Way of Men by Jack Donovan is also a very good book. And so, but but Jack Donovan yeah. in his book, he he has a really what I really enjoyed about reading his book was it's he breaks it right down to the basics. If you were in a survival scenario, what do you yeah. what qualities do you look for? In the men on the left and on, on the right, you know, like okay, we're we're in trouble here. What do you, what qualities do you want those men to have? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, like like you said there, and, and you know, this is also in a way a very controversial topic in the sense of like we shouldn't the quote unquote we shouldn't label what people find mostly attractive and blah blah blah. But evolutionary psychologists have done studies on this. And uh, the uh, universal evidence and the universal, well, mostly self-report data actually shows that a, a woman wants a man who can provide and right. a man wants a woman who can, um, you know, take care of the children and uh, nurture, and the nurture, yada, yada. nurture, yeah, right, exactly. And there's no like, Oh, but that's wrong. That's not supposed to be like that. You know, that's like, probably a common opinion that one would hear. Well, it's not always like that. Sure, it's not always like that. But we still got to look at the way that evolution works. You know, we, we still got to look at the way that things are. And um, l- like you said right there with the, it, like perhaps that they are finding the more less masculine. 
that might be a little bit of a conflict right now if we look at the situation from a very relative perspective. But then let's say in like 200 years, we don't know how things are going to look like. You know, we cannot know. Like what about in like 1,000 years? Mm. We're just like a very, very tiny little spot on this timeline of being human. And sure, we always think that we're the most evolved because we are in a way, sure. you know, considering evolution. But man, like we can never know what's going to happen in the future and how will masculinity evolve and how will femininity evolve? And will those two things like merge together or something? I don't know. <laughs> but, but still, it's, uh, it's extremely interesting to kind of feed your brain those ideas because it makes us also look from a, you know, a, a bigger picture at the same time. But of course, for now, we can only look at where we are and we can define it based on what we want, perhaps what we find the most valuable. And um, yeah, in a sense there of like being masculine, I think being able to adapt is being masculine as well. And that's also a great idea that, uh, that they mention in the book, um, The Way of the Superior Man, to be able to change at any moment. You know, if mm. big changes happen, you, you should be able to actually deal with that. And you should be able to actually adapt and perhaps give up a few things. And that's really the, uh, a great power. You know, even if we're always focusing on the survival, still survival is also about adaptation. You know, that's one of, I think, the main things about survival is to be able to adapt. That's the way that evolution has been going on for thousands of years. That's yeah. we've always been able to adapt. And um, that risk-taking as well is also very masculine as a in a way it's like a facet of masculinity oh Would you agree huge. With that? oh yeah absolutely absolutely i mean there, there is a reason why uh young men are, are are more likely to be involved in car accidents so like mm -hmm. for example in ireland um you know young men pay more for car insurance than young women and it's, it's because statistically they're more likely to take risks on the road and it, it is it's, it's a big mm -hmm. part of Risk taking is vital for it's vital for society. It's vital for you know the human species. We have to we have to take risks. As, I mean, not every risk you take is going to be a success. Like there's absolutely not. But you know, every every advancement we've had, if somebody took a risk somewhere along the way, you know, it's like okay, let's let's just sail out and see what we find. Let's just you know, let's just head west or let's let's you know sail and take the ships and sail south and see what we find. You know, go go into the unknown. And uh, sometimes it worked right. out, and sometimes it, it didn't work out. But it is, I agree to you, one hundred percent. Like risk risk taking, it it seems to be something. Uh, I don't know if it's if it's a chemical element or if it's testosterone or if men respect men who take more risks. That we've just we've we've kind of evolved that way. But it, you're you're right there, Daniel. It is. It does seem to be an aspect of masculinity. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And also, I think the reason to why we want to take risk is because the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. Right. You know what I mean? And that's actually what makes change happen. I mean, if there's a sure, if there's a huge failure, it's going to sting a little bit. But the, you know, like the potential of actually getting the reward is tempting enough to be able to take that risk. And whatever, you know, reward that might be, I don't know. As a man, we're supposed to find that out by ourselves. We're supposed right. to know our purpose in a way. Everything does not have to be set in stone, but we still have this like inner drive of like 
making a base for our life you know what i mean i this is like the feeling that i get of being masculine like having this base if i don't have my base as a strong solid base like financially and uh, health with my health and and this and that then i'm gonna feel ungrounded i want to feel grounded i don't feel comfortable being ungrounded and i think that the men who are perhaps feminine not by their own choice they are not grounded in their new you know, in their femininity, they are not feeling grounded. They are out of touch with themselves. And that can be a problem. Sure. Um, because if we don't have grounded people, individuals who are just lost in their mindset, they have no idea what to do. And uh, they're like just doing what everyone else does and tells them and they're easily affected. In the collective, that's not going to be positive for the country or anything, really. So in that sense learning the principles of being masculine is extremely important oh yeah we don't learn this really. yeah it, it, you're, you're right um, there like Tanya, you mentioned the country and and this is what i think a lot of you know people i don't it's quite strange how this has become such a controversial topic but people need to realize that if you don't have strong men who are good uh, in your society you're going to end up with yeah. uh, strong men who are bad. And that's, you know, that, that can happen very easy because it's, it's, it's the good men with the ability, the, the strength to fight back against bad yeah. men who keep, who keep you know, society safe. And, um, yeah. I, and like, Dan, even ask yourself this, right? this you're, you're probably, you've been training so long now that maybe you don't even realize this, but you, know, you go to the gym and you, you practice judo and you do this every week. But if I was to mm. if I was to take away physical strength and the skills you've acquired from uh, training judo all these years, and you were to walk into a room, or 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 you were just you, you just find yourself maybe you know uh, on the streets uh, some night and it was dark and maybe there's a group like you're not too sure whether they mean good or bad. But like if I was to take away your strength, do you feel less confident, mm. more confident, or the same? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> in the sense of me judging now, based on what I already know that I have, I would surely feel way less confident. I mean, I don't even want to imagine the way I would right. feel. Right. <laughs> you know, but so absolutely less confident. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, like just having <clears throat> having that uh, the physical strength. Now, like you could, you could train in the gym uh, every day of the week and you could train judo every day of the week. And... There, there's a really good chance um, that you'll you'll never, hopefully, that you'll never be in a situation where I got to fight my way out of here. This is I'm in a really bad spot, you know. And you don't you don't want to be in that situation. But just because you don't want to be right. in a situation, it's it's not a good idea to neglect those aspects of masculinity. You know, like mastering, like being able to take care of yourself. You know, that's that's something people say in Ireland. Oh, yeah, he can he can take care of himself, and it might be physical strength, or you know, they know how to uh, throw a punch. But in a in a in a you know a situation that's not not the best or a bit dodgy, it's like oh yeah, he can look after himself. He can take care of himself. And the thing is, for you, Danny, you've yeah. been doing this so long that you you know uh, maybe you don't even realize the confidence that it gives you. But it's all, it's only when you start to imagine what if it was taken yeah. away. That's when it's like oh my god, actually that that would be a tough a right. tough place to be. Right, that's a very interesting uh, 
uh, thought experiment. I honestly, I've never even thought about that before. So just like imagining like if I would never start doing judo or not be interested in any physical exercise, then I don't know, man. I, I don't know if I would. I would definitely not be the same person as I oh, am today. Huh? And uh, saying that's better or worse, I mean, I can never know that, obviously. But I don't think it would be better at all. I think it would be way, way Absolutely, worse. Yeah. So um, for sure, for sure. And I, and I think we're, we're, we're but, doing, a, you know, the, the world we live in today where we're sitting at computers and, you know, just the, the machines have replaced that the, the physical strength that men uh, had to offer for, for thousands of years, like lifting heavy things, building houses with their hands, hunting. Like, you know, you, 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 you want to hunt without a gun. Like you need, you need to actually take down an animal with a spear or whatever it is. But this, we've evolved... Like these were these were aspects of masculinity yeah. that we we've had for um, we've had right. for thousands of years, and and now it's now it's gone. Yeah. Right, like we were before, we were right. the machines. Now, being masculine is building the machines. It's not about being the machines; it's about building right. the machines. And um, so we've kind of replaced that role, and we kind of gone from muscle to mind in a way, from mm -hmm. muscle to brain. And uh, that's also, in a way, I mean, masculinity, like the, the logical, way, the rational way of life, like being a rational man, as, you, as one might want to say. Um, but, but of course, there's also this physical aspect, perhaps, that's going a little bit down. And um, that in itself can have negative consequences, because I think that we need both of it. Because, I mean, that's why we see such a trend of bodybuilders and uh, people. I mean, I, 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 don't, I think all of my friends go Great. to the gym. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah, and, uh, you know, even if they perhaps have, an, have another sport or whatever, I mean, I don't need to go to the gym. Like, why do I need to go to the gym, really? I feel it's if it, I, I haven't really contemplated about that, but I think it has to do with the physical sure. power. I mean, just raw physical lifting strength and there is something very masculine about that as well that gives you that extra confidence Absolutely. and um, that's perhaps very necessary that's a necessary thing perhaps that we we might not look at it that way but perhaps that's a way that we should be start starting to look at it so um i totally agree with you there as well on the the, the physical strength and the the value of that mm -hmm. in society both for ourselves, like physically and mentally. Yeah, yeah. It's like Daniel, what you said there. Like, why, why is it that we still go to the gym? I mean, we don't like many of those guys that you see in the gym. You know, perhaps they 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 they've just come from the office. You know, they they'll, they'll be going into the office tomorrow. Mm. They don't they don't need that physical strength for that job, but something something deep in the back of their mind knows that it it's a huge advantage to have this. And even like, you, you see this with, yeah. um, you know, with uh, dating websites and dating statistics, those guys who take care of their health, they're in good shape, they're physically strong. They, they'll be, tend to be more successful mm -hmm. with, uh, with women like, and they, they tend to be more successful in leadership positions. You know, it's like you, you kind of, people look up to them and there's no use for that yeah. physical strength but i i think this is just my theory i think it's just it's something in the back of our minds it's a kind of um it's a it's it's just in case the i'm sorry now to, to curse on your show but just in case the shit hits the fan and it's like it gets bad and i think that's 
yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll try. We'll try to keep the clean show for, uh, for for everyone listening. But but yeah, but it, but it is. It's yeah, just in yeah. case you know, uh, 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 shit hits the fan scenario that people will like. Oh, okay, this guy. This guy is good to have around. You know, uh, I, I think maybe 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 right. men do still do this. Like when you walk into a bar in a neighborhood in New York or London, you just kind of look around and you kind of suss everything out, and it's. Oh, okay, this bar is okay, or you know, just, I don't think there's going to be any trouble here tonight. But um, you know, but yeah. but if you have that strength, it's it's a huge right. advantage. Right, and um, the way that I mean, genetics and evolution has <clears throat> it's like influencing our daily life on a day-to-day basis. It's basically everything. We we might think that we've kind of stepped out of evolution that we've kind of stepped out of our bodies and where we come from but we can never really escape nature i mean nature is always here with us and we're gonna have those instinctual drives always you know to you know if that's the way of the universe to be masculine or feminine that's the way that we're gonna act and we're not gonna be able to 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 get rid of that really if that's the way of the universe because we are a part of the universe everything that we see around us that we have built, we might say, well, this is artificial. This is not supposed to be here. Yes, it is Mm -hmm. because it's here. This is the way that we, that that the universe is kind of speaking through us, you know, to show us the way. So everything is actually going the right way, but we are all, we are also at the choice of this and being masculine is also about making our, the right choices for ourselves. And, um, if we can become aware of this like instinctual drive, you know, the, to, to the way, like you said, going into the, like a restaurant or a club and just like keep knowing your surroundings, you know, always knowing your surroundings, like knowing when you are safe yep. or not. And um, that, that survival thing is always going to be there because as organism, the, the number one pers- purpose yep. is to survive. So that's always going to be there. And if we can make that stronger, then yes, that's great. It can also go overboard, you know, to the point where we only focus on that. And that's not, I mean, that's not fun because we don't just want to survive. We want to thrive in life. You know, we want to make everything better. Um, but, but having that solid base, I think, is the main point of it. That's where everything starts. If you get rid of that floor, you're not going to be able to stand on anything. Yeah. So making that as strong, as solid as possible, that's great. Because then everything else that you build on top of that will be even stronger. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like it, this is this is with everything in life, uh, Daniel. Like the the building you're in now, or the bridges you see in Sweden, like they they need to test those structures to the act, absolute maximum. It's like it's not a case of like, oh, well, we think mm. this bridge can handle twenty cars. Well, okay, then we need to test it for two hundred cars. You need to you need to like again the worst case scenario, and it's uh, the the, the yeah break it down to the basics like what is every building every skyscraper it needs a solid base and if you neglect that then you could you could potentially find yourself in trouble down the line yeah right it, absolutely and it's also very interesting in the, um, w- when it comes to psychology uh, <clears throat> and the term of self actualizing which is actually a term from humanists and they talk a lot about, you know, going beyond your baseline because psychology is a fairly new uh, science uh, if we look historically. I mean, we've had philosophy 
for longer than that, obviously. That's where psychology comes from. But just studying psychology on its own is a fairly uh, novel subject. And um, before the humanists started to like um, get rolling with Martin Sullivan and Abraham Maslow and Carl Rogers, before that, they were always focusing on, first of all, fixing mm -hmm. problems so that you get to your baseline of well-being. That was always the focus, like pathology, to make, your, to make troubled people become right. normal. And Martin Sullivan was one of the few humanists and psychologists who actually took it to the next level. He said, like, all right, we have our baseline, and, but we got to go beyond this. You know, the, being human has to be more about just surviving and, like, going into a sort of equilibrium and just natural state. It has to be more than that. It has to be about involvement. And um, when he was focusing on make, making people better uh, as a human, as an individual, to grow beyond your survival needs, beyond this baseline, then that was a fairly new thing. And I think that drive that we use from the survival needs, from that baseline, that is really what sets the rest. Um, at, at, that, that's really what makes the rest mm. come true. Because if we don't have that, it's not going to be able to, we're not going to be able to evolve strongly. But we still get a we still got to focus on evolving. You know, we, we still got to be masculine in the way where we have purpose and we wish to be yep. better. And I think that's also a very main pillar in masculinity to, to move forward and uh, always striving to be a little bit better, pushing that comfort. Sure. Daisy, like uh, just going that 1% better every day and just saying, I think with the, the way of the superior man, uh, like the, as you said, the title, ended up being quite controversial, but he's not talking about being superior to others. He's talking about being the best version of yourself. Right. And in, in that book, yeah, like being being yeah. the, the superior version of you. And that's it's a very powerful message. Right. But, but I think like the reason why one reason why masculinity is it's so confusing uh, for the the world we live in today is you know, if you if you ask, uh, if you go to the church and uh, you say to the priest or the pastor, you say, you know, Father, what? How would you define masculinity? Well, they go, well, a, a masculine man is a man who worships God, and uh, that's that's what I would define a masculine man. Or if you were to say, if you were to say to the yeah. you know, the emperor in Japan or the, or the the previous kings and queens in in Europe, if you said, well, how would you define masculinity? Well, they would say, well, a masculine man is somebody who uh, uh, lays his life down for the state, for the for the king, for the emperor. They're willing to give their life. You know, if you if you ask a uh, you know a, a, a woman like what's a masculine man, they'd say, well, a masculine man is a man who takes care of his wife and takes care of his kids. And that, that's why I think the the whole thing yeah. has just become uh, a very like a, almost like an unreadable map. And like in that book, uh, Jack right. Donovan, the way of men, he he breaks it down. He says. You need to look at masculinity not in terms of these different uh, different factors, you know, religion or the state or women. He said you need to look at it from the point of view of men. What what do you want? It, again, in a worst case scenario situation, you're in the trenches, or you know, the, as he says, the the building you're in right now, you're surrounded by zombies. What qualities do you want in the men on your left and on the right? And uh, so, yeah, so he's, he's fortunate mm -hmm. as a strength, honor, courage, and mastery. And 
So that those are those yeah. are the valuable uh, the valuable traits that men need in a worst case scenario. Right, exactly, and mastery yep. as well, right there. Uh, just like like knowing something, like knowing a skill, knowing like it, it could be related to anything really, but having that natural confidence of. Uh, uh, yeah, just mastering something really, being really good at something and understanding something, be also being a little bit unique in your own way, you know, so that you have your special set of uh, technique that you can use in this situation yep. or that situation. I think that, like you said right there, that's also extremely important. Sure, like, like um, Daniel, like when you meet when you but, meet a guy I, and he yeah. says, uh, like, it doesn't have to be, like, like it can be, you can, you could have a friend who just knows everything about mountain bikes. Like this guy is the, he's the guru. Mm -hmm. He just, he understands the sport. He understands the technical aspects of the bike. And when you meet, when you meet men like that, there's a lot of respect for them. Like you can, you can look at them and you might, you might not be interested in mountain biking, but there is a respect where you can say he, mm -hmm. he has mastered that field. He has, he knows everything there is to know about that particular topic or this machine or how this bike works. And you, it's a, it's a very, yeah. it's it's a very natural thing to kind of show respect. It's like, oh, that's that's great. I, I I'm not I'm not interested in that sport, but I have a lot of respect for the fact that you've mastered that skill. Right, exactly, and yeah, I absolutely agree with you there. Um, there is this sort of respect that we just naturally get, and it's a very cool thing as well because it, it's also very inspirational. I mean, I also. I have a ton. I have tons of different interests, but there are some things that I really wish that I sure master. And uh, that I don't know where that what that's based in, like biologic, like in our biology. If that's something that um, has to do with survival, like what, where do you think that comes from? Is that what's the purpose I think of it? Really? Like I, you know, survival. A big part of survival is the group. It's very hard. It was all, historically it's been very hard to you know go out on your own the lone wolf like they, if you're strength in numbers and it, the the mm. need that men have to be a master of one particular skill i think it comes from that need to provide value to the group you know no, nobody wants to be surrounded by people that are just like oh what, what can you contribute to the group nothing it's like what you've no skill you've no talent <laughs> like no and and, and it was like life life has been very cruel for a long time people who could had no value to the group they they ended up being a burden in the group and in when times were bad the group would often just cast them out it's like sorry you you're 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 not adding any value to the group you know you're actually you're <laughs> but, you're, but you're still consuming right. the food that we hunt but you never take part in the hunt and yeah right 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 so the, exactly. Um, oh no, no, it's you know, it's it's like I mean, like there will be there will be situations where you might have to take care of people who are uh, injured or the the elderly, um, but but those are people that maybe yeah. like the young. It's like okay, look, you can't expect kids to go out hunting woolly mammoths, but you know, you you take care of them, and then they'll take care of you then when you're older. So it's uh, it was given to but to I mean, there's a I, I can't think of the term. 
uh, Daniel. Do you know? Do you know in Japan right now? There's, I think it's there's like a mm. million guys. Maybe just in the city of Tokyo, they've they've basically shut themselves off from society. Yeah, yeah, and, oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually I watched a documentary about that like a week ago. Uh, on honest to God, and I it was fucking it was seriously yeah. shocking when I saw that. Like, what the hell? I like they're like living in the room like for years, and they they don't do anything. What, why does it's, that happen? It, it, they don't have to. They don't. That's... They they can. With the world we live in today, it requires very very little to survive, and and that's why you have. Um, people that are just locked in their room all day, you know, playing video games. You, you know, yeah. like what we see hunting today has been, you know, it's, it's the, you go to the supermarket and you try and you're, you know, your biggest obstacle is, is to get in the line with the, the least number of people, you know, and we see that as a, as a big achievement, but like, that's like what's happening yeah. in Japan with those, uh, as I said, I think it's, I think it's up to a million men have just completely shut themselves off from society. Like it's it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy in a way. Like that yeah. can't be good for their mental health. Right. Uh, no. Of course it. Of course it can't. Um, ah. That. That. Yeah. That's what it's called. Hikikomori. Ah. It's called acute social right. withdrawal. Um, that phenomena, and of course it cannot be good for like our mental state. That's not the way that we are programmed to live. You know, I don't know how it's going to be in like 5,000 year, years. We just connect ourselves to one big computer and we'll just live in virtual <laughs> reality. And we'll do, everything will just be taken care of, you know. Perhaps that's the way it's going to be. But we're not ready for that yet. I mean, sure, we're seeing a rise in technology. But in terms of like mental happiness, I don't know. Is that like, oh, no, I don't man. think that's going up. It's going down. You, you know, and, uh, so, so, right. So that, it's not supposed to be like that. And also there's this thing called, you know, we, we need an, a natural balance in our life. You know, what we, what we give is what we get back. And um, the people who actually master skills, who actually take on life, who always try to be better, better they're going to get compensated sure. for that. You know, and then there's the person in the tribe who does not contribute with anything. You know, we have something called detection of cheat, which is like imprinted into our uh, biology, and we're just going to notice when something is not right, you know, it, in terms of mm. social exchange. So that person, that person is, should not be compensated in the same way if there's no equal contribution. So it's not something that, oh, but we should all be equal and we should, no, sure, we, sh we should absolutely help the people. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm starting to sound like... No, go for it, keep going, keep going. Perhaps. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so this detection of change, like we, we feel it. And when there is, when someone isn't contributing, that person is not gonna, it's not going to be a valuable member of the group, to be honest. It's not just, it's just not going to be like that. So in that way, I think that everyone should strive to be, um, to master something and to contribute to society yeah. at large. Like what can, what can I do? that can help society evolve? What can I do? How can I give value? And uh, I'll get compensated for that through uh, the social exchange that's just natural. It's, it's a great thing when, when, I'm, when a man or a woman, like when somebody does give value, like, you know, you, you do meet these people in life that they, they, they lock up the shop or they, 
they they leave work on Friday and they're just happy. They've done a good week's work and they they're like they've no they've ad, they've added value. Yeah. They've um they're t- they take pride right. they take pride in their work, and yeah, it's it, it, as I said, like with the with the situation with more like you can survive now like you can survive you don't need to hunt um you know it's like everything you don't even have to we're getting to the point where you don't even have to leave your home to go shopping you can just order online and as you said with the the guys in japan they just they just live in their apartment and like that's it's a it's a it's a horrible thing to say but it's it's really a waste of of a life it's a waste of what you know what could have been had had they just been born and had they had those men been born in a different time in Japan, um, and and this is with many men in the West yeah. as well, they they would have had a probably maybe maybe a shorter life but probably a much more fulfilling life. They would have definitely given more um, than they ever will now. Right, right. I mean, and it's such a to be honest, just like a low level of consciousness, you know, that's, they're just basically fulfilling their homeostasis. Mm. That's it. Just their basic needs, whatever. I mean, I could also live here in my uh, apartment, you know, if I w- just wanted to, just like this, I would never even have to go out again, just order online. I work from home. I study from home. Like I, I basically never yeah. even have to leave my chair. Um, but that, I, that's not how I want to live. Obviously, that would make sure. me fucking miserable if I'd have to do that. But it would be tempting, you know, because I would not have to suffer yeah. at all. I would just be able to fulfill my basic needs and that would be it. But that's not the way that we want to live. You know, we want to go beyond that always. So, of course, uh, a phenomenon like that with the isolation and with people you know, not pushing themselves, that's in itself individually uh, a very, very depressing thing. And collectively, perhaps it's an even more yeah. depressing thing. Yeah. So we need that, you know, we, we need that, um, that evolvement, that natural instinct mm. to want to mm. evolve. I mean, yeah, we need, to, we need to be tested. We need to push ourselves. And, and actually, that, that's another aspect as well, mm. uh, Daniel, with the masculinity, because, you know, it's, it's great to read these books. And, I, and I, I recommend The Way to Superior Man and I highly recommend The Way of Men. But it's also like, how do you how do you apply the knowledge from these books to to real life? And like right. having read this book, one, uh, I started I started going on more camping trips, getting getting out of getting out of the city. Mm-hmm. and you know getting more into nature because the thing is yeah you know if you're I'm, I'm going on another trip in two weeks and you know the, the mountains korea is a cold place in december and uh you know you've got to you've got to hike up a mountain with the water you've got to hike up with food you've got to hike up with the tents you've got to hike up with all the equipment and the, the trips i've been on before it, there were there was uh, it was a mixed group and like some, you could tell some guys were stronger than others. Uh, you know, um, uh, there was some. There was even there was one girl. She was like stronger than one or two guys. But it's like you said. What did you call it, uh, Daniel? The cheat, the cheat factors or cheat detection? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Detection of cheating. Detection like of cheating. there's, there's when it comes to masculinity, it's not that everybody has to lift a hundred kgs. You know, it's not. It's not that, but what what I think what men yeah. ask of other men is like the best of their ability. You know, like don't don't be like, oh, I'm I'm not going right. to carry anything. 
it's like, okay, you might not be the strongest in the group, but you're, you're capable of more. And you can't, you, we can't get to the top of the mountain. And you can't, you can't eat the food that we've all helped carry here. You're going to have to, you know, the phrase, carry your weight. You're going to have to carry your weight. And, and that's the way it's been. And I would advise, right. you know, any of, any of your listeners uh, to start to see how you can, how you can test uh, yourself in terms of masculinity. Look at team sports. Uh, camping is a, uh, I found camping is a great way to really kind of test your metal to see like, okay, what do I, you got to plan. You've got to work as a group. You've got to carry stuff. You've got to go, you know, if you're going backpacking in the mountains, uh, these are all great ways. And you, yeah. you start to learn about yourself. And there's a great, you know, if you've ever seen the movie uh, Fight Club, there's a, there's a great line from Tyler Durden. And he yeah. says, how much can you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? And I'm, I'm not asking, you know, people should not, you know, right. guys this into your podcast. I'm not mm-hmm. saying, oh, go out tonight and pick a fight like they did in the movie. But go out and pick a fight with nature. <laughs> you know, like, okay, I'm going to go camping for three days and I'm going to survive. Take yourself out of your comfort zone. Take yourself out of the city, out of your air-conditioned right. apartments. You know, learn to plan. Go with a group of men, you know, and just get through it. Just get, get through it and survive it. And you, you'll learn a lot about yourself. Right. Exactly. And that's a great way of, um, of actually improving yourself to, to go out more and connect with the, with more people and work in teams. And, uh, that, that's for sure something that, uh, actually me personally, I, I already feel inspired to do great, something like yeah. that right now. <laughs> that would be but then you, cool. you do it every, um, every time you spar, yeah, every time you like, spar yeah. with, with, uh, in judo practice, like that is, you know, you're testing each other. You, you already are doing this. In, in a way, you know, right. In, in a way, yeah, absolutely. And um, right, right. Like you, like you said there. Like we, we have to know our, ourselves, and um, also we, we sometimes also has to know our. We have to know our ideal self. Like what mm-hmm. are we striving for? Sometimes having a vision can be very inspiring. Uh, some people perhaps are not as spontaneous as others. And it might be more difficult for them to like start taking action. But once we have this inner desire, as Napoleon Hill would want to call it, this inner, this inner desire is the strongest thing that we can have because this desire is what drives everything. And if we can make the vision that we have or the person that we want to become as one of our main instinctual drives, then we're going to reach that. You know, we're going to become that better yeah. person that we want to be. Because we're putting it on the same level as the other things. So there is no doubt. I mean, it's either that or, yeah, whatever, death. Let's just call it that, you know. Because we, we, sometimes we, we should not give ourselves any option yep. but to succeed. Uh, and, and that in itself can drive us. It can, all, it can be difficult for us as well. It can weigh us down. But I think that there's more, there are more positive things sure. to it than negatives. What, what do you I, I think, think, I think the that? more you test yourself, like take take away all your comforts. Uh, get, get out into nature. Get out into get out into the mountains. Like nature is very very unforgiving. You know, it's, it's, cities are. You know, you you can go to you can go to a restaurant here in Korea, and for five five euro you can be fed. But you know, if you you forget to bring your food on a camping trip, you know you you you'll rem- let's just say you'll remember to bring it mm. the next time. Because you'll be hungry, <laughs> like after, in a very short time, or yeah. you forget the water. <laughs> you know, nature is 
and that's that's the beauty of nature like yeah. nature has um you know she like nature mother nature has been testing us all for thousands of years so it's it's good to it's good to go back to that as much as we can and um i think i think as well like you know you, you see this in the military the the friendships amongst men that uh, have been in difficult situations in combat like those guys they're literally willing to put their lives on the line for their friends they like they will run out mm. into into uh, really dangerous situations with bullets flying all over the place uh, just to get their body out of danger i mean that's that's something you you, you don't nobody in the office i'm i'm going to put my life on the line for this guy because of that powerpoint that it you know it's you're just not going to get that you're not going to get that bond um <laughs> with with the life we have now in right. in many cities in the world right so there are like so many perhaps um i i don't know like motives yeah. or, or drives that perhaps don't they don't get the chance to be expressed in this uh, society that we're living in and uh, by putting ourselves in a situation where we are forced to adapt and forced to break our comfort zone. That's really yep. when we test our strength and that's really when we um, get to see those other aspects of ourselves and how much sure. we've actually worked on those. Because in situations like that, like you mentioned before, it's going to show pretty easily, like pretty quickly who's been, who's been doing like that, uh, that, uh, yep. that work and who hasn't. And uh, so that, that's extremely interesting as well to see situations where that's tested for ourselves and also yep. for to see others. And, uh, like Daniel, say 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 you're in a you're in a bar in Stockholm one night and a fight breaks out. It's it's lit it literally could, could mm -hmm. come down to like a, a lot, you know survival. And you know if if you're if you have friends that maybe maybe you've gone camping together. Maybe you've you've trained with boxing or judo. Mm. Like you've just you just trust each other, and you know that these guys have your back. That increases your chance of getting out of those scenarios much more. But if if if, if you're in a situation and right. your two friends, you turn around and they've they've gone, they've run out the door. Well, now you're in big trouble. So it, it is. Mm. It's it's like the brakes on a car. You, you need to test the mechanics of a car because otherwise it's not safe to drive. And friendships, you know, friendships are a bit like that as well. Like it's men test each other. They test like, are you going to turn up to training every week? Or are you just talking about turning up to training? You know, are you going to turn up to judo practice? Or are you just talking about mm -hmm. it? It's, it's good to, and, and, and there's, it's like, it's, there's a confidence to come with that. It's because you know, then it's like, okay, these, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, if these guys are in trouble, I got their back. And if I'm in trouble, I know they're they're gonna they're gonna they've got my mm. back as well. They're, we're gonna we're gonna look out for each other. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we we are men. Usually, are we are yeah. problem solvers, really? And uh, we always want to, you know, fix the situation, so to speak. We want to fix the problems. <laughs> you know, that's how we handle many things, and that's a very masculine energy. On the contrary, perhaps the feminine energy is uh, less about solving problems it's more about gaining awareness of the problem you know like sure. talking about the problem and then that's their way of kind of that i mean that's the feminine way of solving problems and sure it works both ways but and they all they, they also serve different purposes and in different situations of course but but yeah 
Uh, absolutely. Like knowing that we have people, you know, behind us who have our back and uh, perhaps we're not really conscious of this. Like we're, it's not on a conscious level, but still it's always there. And uh, it's always really in the, our subconscious or unconscious. And um, perhaps we need to gain more awareness about it, you know, to, to really know the people that we have around us and our settings. Like, is this really safe for me? If shit would, like you said before, yeah. if shit would hit the fan with all of this hold, yep. would this last? And we got to be honest about that. You know, we cannot deny it and say, oh, everything is fine. Nothing's going to be, you know, whatever. Because suddenly something happens that we're not in control of. And that's the question. Can we handle it or not? And I think that we should know that in advance. You know, we should be strategic. Or what do you think? Should I, should, or, or do you think that's something that we can have too much focus on? Or is it something that can only provide us? Oh, no, I, I think uh, I think the I mean, look, there some some people might focus too much on that. But I, I think to to totally neglect it is very, very dangerous and like i'm 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 here in seoul tonight yes. and you know seoul is a you, you know you've lived here yourself for a while it's a very safe country but the safety of this city tonight mm. is protected by men 20 miles north who are on the border with north korea and most people most people don't think about it and like you know if you if you were to ask yourself well you know what quality i hope you know the men there tonight or if 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 there happened to be an attack from north korea tomorrow morning like, what do you need in the men to fight that off? Like, and you, you mentioned the word earlier, Daniel, the, the perimeter. Like, what, you know, protect, protecting the perimeter. Mm -hmm. And that was, uh, that's always, uh, yeah. uh, Jack Donovan, he always says that. He says, that's always been the role of men. That, that's the, one of the primary roles of men. Because without territory, without the resources you get from territory, you don't survive. Mm -hmm. That's it. If, if you don't have territory, your tribe, dies and it's very 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 simple so right. you have right. to protect the perimeter people do that in, in with the border in north korea it's so it's still it's still there it's um maybe not as like people people in the right. in the center of this city they don't realize it but if you really break it down their safety tonight depends on men protecting that border with with north korea for example yeah exactly uh Absolutely agree. And also the internally, I mean, inside the country, you have the very strong yeah, yeah. police force, I guess. You have uh, always the military, always preparing. And you got the, um, well, you got mandatory uh, military in Korea. Uh, in Sweden, we don't have that. Um, and then, of course, also the surveillance and uh, the ba basically the way that they are protecting their country. But I also think it's because they've just gone out of war in a way. So they're like, they're like post-war mentality a little bit, you know, it can be a mm. little bit of influence there as well. And so preservation and uh, keeping the structures of the, of the society and the country uh, right. is very, very important. A country like, like Sweden, for example, we've been very safe, you know, Scandinavia as a whole. Um, so that we, we, we don't see threats in that. I mean, we, we don't really see threats in the way of like, oh, but we're perhaps going to get attacked by Russia. We are still keeping, we got one of the best Marine, I mean, sure. navies in the world. We do. We got like the one of the, the, the most advanced uh, submarines uh, with the most advanced weapons. Uh, so we are, we are protected and we, we have the money, you know, to finance that obviously and the resources. Um, but the mentality as a whole in society is not, 
um, as focused on that. And perhaps we, we can see that as a reflection to what goes on with this corona thing. We're kind of naive in that way. I mean, when we're looking at Europe and we're saying, oh, they're all wearing masks, but still all of their cases are increasing and there's riots and there, there's protests. Mm. We don't want that. I mean, we don't want that war. We don't need that in here. So we're just not going to deal with the same strategy. Um, so, so, but in a way, we're also seeing a rise here. And, you know, the, the way of uh, handling this situation has perhaps not been the best. Um, so in a way there, the mentality of actually preserving the country is right. extremely important. Because the country is made of what? People. And we want right. to preserve the people, right? That's the, more, sure. that's the essence of it. Yeah, uh, that's the, the tribe. But if we don't have that, if we're not focusing on that, then we're going to see, uh, well, we're going to see the opposite, mm, the negative yeah, results. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Scandinavia, is, it's super interesting, Daniel, because, you know, as you said, in Sweden, you know, a uh, safe country, they've got a good, na- got a good Navy. But if you, if you go just to the east of uh, Sweden, you have Finland. And the, um, as mm. far as I know, uh, the Finns still have mandatory military service. Um, and, and, it, it, and yeah. it's because, like okay. just, you're, you're talking like, just the difference of a few, you know, a few hundred miles, uh, not even hundreds of miles, like it's just a very, but they've got, yeah. like, your neighbor is Norway and Finland, but for Finland, it's Sweden and Russia. So it's like, yeah. you know, there, it's just that slight, slight mm-hmm. move to the West. It changes the dynamic of, of Thank you, Finland. Yeah, well, no, it's not, it's not even. I mean, I don't think the Finns are doing it to protect all of Scandinavia. That that might be a consequence of it, but it's um for, for them, it's like they've they've got this neighbor with the they have a little bit of history with this neighbor, and they're not they're not they're not uh, you know they don't want to neglect right. the the military service. They like it's like okay, well, look, we you know we need to prepare. We hope that we we'll never have to use. We're going to give you. We're going to give the men a set of skills, and we hope that they never have to use it use those skills but we want them to have it nonetheless and uh yeah it's, it is it's, it's it is a you know right. like if you daniel if you get a chance uh, uh if you ever get to visit ireland i'd highly recommend you go to the titanic museum in belfast uh it's a really really good museum but mm-hmm. what, what's interesting about the titanic museum is that it has a list of um the people who who died on the titanic and it's you know, it's, it's not going to come as a surprise, but it's overwhelmingly men who went down with the ship. And again, going going back to masculinity, oh. we can, you know, people say, oh, there's toxic masculinity or masculinity is a social, it's a social construct or we don't need masculinity in the new world. But, you know, those people got on that ship, yeah. like a luxury ship. And within a few days, they found themselves in a bad, a bad situation. And like almost immediately, almost immediately, the yeah. the, the the primal instinct, the ki- you know that that survival instinct, like like it was very. Th- there was no talk of equality uh, after the ship had hit the iceberg. It was just like we don't have enough lifeboats, and we need to prioritize what's important. And you know th- those men, and you're talking su- some super rich men, some super you know, very powerful men in Europe and America. And they, they said goodbye to their wives and they, they had a drink with their friends and they went down with the ship. Mm. And, and that's it. And it's like, you know, it, it, like masculinity, it's, it's very, you know, I, I think 
whatever people believe about mm. it, uh, they, they might have these views, but you put them, you put them into that situation, and these things they can happen. But you put them into that kind of survival situation, the Titanic or North Korea invading South Korea, the definitions of what masculinity will change rapidly, and they will go back to the basics that we've been talking about. You know, physical strength, uh, having a skill. Uh, yeah. uh, courage and you know being being an honorable person yeah. right exactly and like you mentioned there with the titanic very interesting and i guess there was also a sort of hierarchy hi how do you say hi yeah hierarchy, hierarchy yeah, sure. <laughs> in, in the way in the way of handling it i mean like first the women and children number one priority and then the men, and then like always the captain is the one who has to leave the, sure. ship, the, the ship at last, right? He's not allowed to. So in a way, there's a sort of structure there. And uh, like you said, that's where really when we go to the basics of it and when we're tested. And that's when masculinity really, we, we see if it's there or not. So, yeah, wow. Like, like most, wow. most people have seen the movie and... Um, the Titanic, and uh, I can't think of the actor's name, but it's uh, it's Kate Winslet's rich boyfriend, and he, uh, just as the ship is going down, he he grabs his kid and he pretends to be the father of the kid, so he can he can get on the boat, or he he kind of tricks he tricks the sailors into letting him on the boat. Yeah, and that that guy has he he's like he he tries to kill, uh, he tries to shoot Jack, and he tries to do all this all these despicable things tr throughout that movie. But that's the one yeah. act that most people like. Wow, you know that's like you were you were very cowardly um, when 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 that happened. And yeah. I, like there is there was a case of one man on the Titanic who pretended to be a woman to get on a lifeboat, and it's like he's just infamous. He's like, oh yeah, there was there was that one guy who pretended to be a woman. Like it was seen as such an unmasculine thing. To, to kind of lie lie your way onto the yeah. like onto one of the lifeboats, so and you're talking right. you're talking you're talking a hundred years later, yeah. and people go, oh yeah, I remember there was one case of uh, somebody doing that to save to save his neck, so yeah, exactly, hmm. yeah, and also in the movie it was like everyone was I don't really remember what happened in the movie, but that's an, a really great example, um, and being courageous. Uh, in that regard, obviously, also it's, it's it's very important to be courageous, and we can detect cheating as well. Like if, if something is not socially right here, then yeah. we're going to detect it right away. You, ha you have to, Dan um, you have to, Daniel. Like it's so, it's just with work, with your with your friendships. As I said, like you you find yourself in a bar in Stockholm and a fight breaks out, you know, like you need you need to know that mm -hmm. the the guys like they're not going to. They're they're not going to tuck tail and run, you know that that cheating thing, like that that you know, we're just we're we're designed to detect that in not just men but in men and women. Like anyone is like, is this person an honorable person? You know, do they do they actually if they say they're going to do something, do they honor that, or do they just are they just a, a bluffer, a liar? You know, so right, right. Okay, Dave. Uh, it's been an amazing time talking to you and um, I think that we've gone really deep into this topic of masculinity and uh, I mean it's such a it's such a deep topic it, it's not something I really discussed with anyone before in depth 
So I'm very, uh, I, I appreciate a lot that you want to have this conversation with me. And oh, likewise, Daniel, super interesting conversation. And I, I'm, I'm not claiming to be, uh, you know, a, a master on the topic or anything like that. And, you know, like a lot of guys out there in the world, I think they're, right. they're trying to find their way in this, in this new environment that we, we find ourselves in. And I, uh, yeah, the books that we mentioned in your yeah. podcast today, I would, I recommend that people start there and you know learn learn about the topic and also learn how you can apply it to your life right exactly and um in terms of applying it to to your life like what do you think would be the most important takeaway that they could that the listeners could have like how could they start to really apply these lessons for example the the thing you talked about with the teams like picking your team knowing who has your back? How can you start becoming more aware sure, of that? Sure. Specifically? Like, visualize yourself. Uh, you're, you've got a, you're playing a, um, a rugby game tomorrow and you've got to pick your team. Who, who's in and who's out? And you, you look, at it, look at it, visualize it as you yourself as the captain, but visualize yourself as also one of the players. Mm-hmm. What skills and what personality traits that you, what, what do you need to develop to become a valuable member of the team, a valuable member of the team? So ma- learn to master a skill, learn to master a skill that maybe other men respect. Like, for example, uh, your, your judo skills, like that's, that's, a, that's a skill that men respect because it means you can take care of yourself. You can take care of yourself and you can take care of your friends and your loved ones around you. You know, mm-hmm. you've, you've learned that skill. And, um, and I think as well, like we mentioned it earlier in the podcast, you know, I, I would, I would for, for people who are interested in the topic of masculinity, like Fight Club is a great movie. There's, there's lots of movies that you can look at that kind of discuss masculinity. Like, as I said, Tyler Durden recommends yeah. people go out and start a fight. How much can you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? Well, you know, don't, I'm not, I wouldn't recommend anyone to go out and start a fight, but, you know, take up a martial arts, take up boxing, get, get yourself into the ring. Learn, learn to throw a punch, learn to take a punch, learn to take a punch, learn yeah. to take a punch, get knocked down and learn to pick yourself back up. You know, it's like if you, um, you know, every, every judo competition, Daniel, you've been in, I'm, you haven't won every single one, but that's mm-hmm. not the point. The point was that you, you picked yourself back right. up and you got back into the next competition if, the, if that one didn't work out. So, yeah. and, and also like I, I highly recommend the, uh, camping for for anybody who wants to work as part of a team and just you know a, a few a, a day or two in nature in the mountains even coming into winter when it's the most difficult time to go camping that will ve- you'll very you very quickly will realize mm. who who on your team has something of value and who on your team doesn't have something of value and it could be it could be something as simple as right. it doesn't have to be the guy who can start the fire it can it could be the guy on the team who just can, he can crack a joke when spirits are low, you know, like there's, there's things you can, there's things you can give to a team mm-hmm. that you can give to the tribe or to the group that maybe you don't realize they're a value, but they are a value. So yeah, there's lots of things you can do. Right. Right. Exactly. Like mastering something, being able to give value yep. to society and as a tri- in your tribe and in your you know team of friends or yep. your family or whatever, 
being able to provide something is extremely important. And, you know, the more that you can provide and the more skillful you are, the more return you'll get for that as well. There's going to be that natural exchange. And I think that's, we all want that because that's beneficial for our survival. And making that survival base stronger is always good. And that's really sure. the foundation of everything. I'm, and pe people um, will, so, people will so want you. They'll then, want you on their team. They're like, this This is a guy we want on our team. We want him in our group or our, our sports team or for going, you know, for going camping next weekend. This is a great guy to have around. He knows, he knows this skill or he's, he's good fun or he pulls his weight. He can, he can carry the heavy things or he can, he can cook, he can cook great food like at, on the campfire. So just, you know, it's, yeah, and you're right, Daniel. Like people yeah. will, people will fight to bring people of value into their group, into their tribe. Right, right. Yeah. So everyone listening, I hope that uh, you will push your comfort zone. That you will uh, start rethinking about how you can be more masculine. I hope that you know more about masculinity now. I sure do. I've learned a lot. Uh, from you, Dave, and I want to thank you a lot for um, providing us all with uh, oh, valuable information. No problem. And uh, that's going to help people. It's certainly going to help me a lot. Um, any last words you would want to say based on the topic of masculinity? Like, how would you want to wrap everything up Is in a sort of summary? What does being masculine really mean? Uh, yeah, in, in one sentence, uh, as, as I think we've, you know, we've been talking for a while, it's just, it's something to wrap up it's something difficult to wrap up in one sentence, Danny, but, mm -hmm. you know, it's, mm -hmm. uh, as I said, like, imagine yourself in a, in a, you know, imagine yourself, your, your building that you're in is surrounded by zombies or, you know, it's the apocalypse. And it's like, people don't think about this, but a real, again, to use the, the bad word, a shit hits the fan scenario. What, what, what do you want? What yeah. qualities do you want in yourself? And what qualities do you want in the men to the left and the right of you? If you were, if you were, if you can imagine World War Two or World War One, and you're in the trenches and you know bullets are flying and it's you know it's, you're in a bad spot, what qualities? What do you want in yeah. the men on the left, uh, to your left and to your right? And that's that will that will bring it down to the basics. You know, we can and, and Daniel, we can we can do another po podcast again in a few weeks. You know, but. As you mentioned earlier, it's a, it's like a building. Mm -hmm. You have to have a solid solid base. If you don't have the basics covered, it's very difficult to build on that. So, uh, and as I said, uh, like it's uh, you mentioned, this way of superior yeah. man, uh, the the way of men by Jack, Jack Donovan. It's like uh, you know strength, honor, courage, and mastery. Like you know, really really focus on those. And when you've got them covered, start to build on other aspects. But always like everything in life, get the get the, the base, get the base rock solid, and then you can build something really great on top of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I agree 100% there. Um, masculinity surely is an interesting topic, and there are so many aspects to it that one can talk about. I mean, we've, uh, we've, I think there's, there's a lot more we can discuss, perhaps in another sure, episode about it. Um, but I think that we really, we really settled the, the base, <laughs> so to speak. And, great, uh, that's great. So, um, yeah. Okay. Everyone listening, I hope that you enjoyed it and I hope that you will subscribe to this podcast, staying conscious available on Spotify, 
Apple Podcaster and um, Amazon Music as well. So um, everyone take care and remember to stay cautious. Bye.